And now, live from StarWorldWideNetworks.com, welcome to Marketing Money Mindset, bringing you interesting true stories on how clever marketing ideas create money opportunities with a conscious mindset producing impact and success. Together, lover of marketing Elisa Sparks Lane from the Ellen Sparks Agency and certified professional photographer and official photographer of the Phoenix Open, Everardo Kimi, share their experiences on how success is so much more than creating cash flow. True success comes when you nurture your business, body, and brain in order to get the most out of your business and in life. Join the dynamic duo on our journey to success. Ready? Set. Listen. Hola. What's up? Good morning. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just going to let that play. I like that. So good. All right. Neither one of us are dressed up, but Terrell. I noticed. Showed up in costume. We're dressed up as hosts. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of boring because we always do that. Yeah. You know what? Everybody tries that. I know. Everardo, but it, it never works. It never <laughs> works. I dressed up as me. <laughs> we had brunch and no one dressed up. Well, I'm the master of finding a costume at the last minute. Like, that's kind of how all my Halloween costumes happen. So I'll run to the hardware store and I'll oh. pick up a bunch of things for five bucks. We, and be like, yeah. we totally could have done nerds like two seconds. Yeah. Band-Aid. Both have the done. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but you did that for a recent event. I just saw that too. So. <laughs> it was a college throwback. That's like your go-to. It is. It's kind of fun details. and easy. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. But I love when Tara shows up with this. So. I know. She looks like and the she perfect gifts? artist. Well, I even thought it's a radio show, so maybe a costume isn't necessary, but I thought it is Halloween, and I'm not going to be one of those people that shows up when everybody else is in costume, right. and I'm not. I don't know if you're feeling that way I right now. I should keep taking pictures of her. She looks so good. I, and you know what? In, in terms of the whole last minute, I can totally relate. This one was thrown together early this morning. You can tell I have... I'm So now I should tell viewers, this is an audio show. And we're talking about a visual uh, element well, here. We'll share yeah. it in okay. a few minutes. So um, this is my husband. So I'm dressed as an artiste because today is all about the ink. Yeah. I figured I'd better stay in costume. So I had two choices. I could either tattoo my entire body with body paint and show up. <laughs> I wasn't sure how you hey, would feel about that. Yeah. Or I could dress as an artiste. So I am wearing my husband's golf hat made to look like a beret. Ah, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. I am wearing a black and white striped French looking artiste shirt oui, oui. with my father's uh, Fry's um, apron that he wore when he worked in the deli. Aww. But you notice it is disguised by the lovely Frame the Message Inc. logo, logo yes. right up front. And instead of paintbrushes, I want you to notice I have my lovely markers Le in Chappé. every color. She thought this out. I yeah. have thought this out. Well, you know, about 10 minutes before Fantastic. arriving. Yes, I did. But All she needs is paper. Someone. Um, business cards, will those mm, suffice? They will. I've got those in my pocket. Oh wait, I have more. Oh no, no, I don't I guess. You know what? Tonight when I'm when the trick-or-treaters are coming, they're not getting candy. You know what they're getting? Markers. They're getting mini Sharpies oh, and stickers. Are love that. Oh, that's right. I am using Halloween as a marketing tool this evening. Genius. They don't know it. It's very stealth. But tonight I'm gonna have some new fans. So, so wait a minute, you're you're you are putting Sharpies in little kids. Uh, Anything. Oh, it's going to be a wonderful day. <laughs> oh, yeah, parents are going to love it. Maybe I should rethink that. <laughs> no, don't, don't. It's perfect. It's a great marketing thing, and I think you should do it. I think it's wonderful. Just make sure I don't come to your house because I have a four-and-a-half-year-old. Oh, I love those images on Facebook when the sibling gets a hold of the marker 
and oh then my gosh, ends up drawing them. all over the oh i love them <laughs> you know what thank you for keeping me grounded <laughs> i appreciate that yes maybe maybe i should go with the watercolor <laughs> watercolor oh, no. markers instead all right well okay you have to be 12 and older in order to get my trick well i just watched treat. like 50 little preschool kids march around and have a little parade with all their little costumes and it was fun oh. because you know they're cute but then it was fun to see like one Spider-Man liked the other Spider-Man's costume better and Uh-oh. had like a meltdown for it. So, oh. way to go preschoolers. <laughs> you know what? Some of my favorite times in Halloween were when we made our own. And now kids go out and, you know, get on Amazon and spend as much as they do as their parents do on their Halloween costumes. Was his homemade? They do. They, they get pretty elaborate. No, these were both bought ones. It was just one was a little bit. One had like the padded up muscles, oh. so that worked right. Oh, um, one was one was <laughs> one was uh, more built. Yeah, that, one was a little more. At built. what age they're worried about that? They're like three, like four, oh. right? You know. And then uh, the one that we were there to actually like see, you know, she's dressed up as a ninja and she has RBF, so that's not really helping for any of the photos. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll get some out of it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always made my costumes. As a matter of fact, I think my cousins and I went with um, paper bags over our heads that we hand drew our faces and we made robots and oh. made all kinds of costumes. Actually, I take that back. My cousins were all in bread bags and, and grocery bags. Um, my mom usually used to help me make mine. So Creative. But either way, it's like so much more creative when you totally. can create it yourself. That should be like a Heck, must. Heck, you could like have wrapped yourself in duct tape and shown up, and I would have been, it's duct tape, man. It would have been great. Well, last year or the year before, like I said, my last-minute costume is I ran to Ace Hardware. I went and got 50 paint chips, all gray, put them on a piece of string or something like that, threw on a gray suit, gray tie, gray shirt, and there you go. I was Mr. Gray. So. <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> <laughs> What's your husband going to be this year? Do you know, my husband is usually a last-minute one, too, if he even dresses up at all. You know, we sit out on our patio, and as the trick-or-treaters are coming, we don't have any big parties that we attend, at least not annually. Every yeah. now and then we have we have one or two. But So I don't think he really dresses up other than maybe um, his probably his Coyotes hockey jersey, and then he calls himself a hockey player. He's one of those, like you, Everardo. There's nothing uh, wrong with yeah. that. There's, no? there's creativity Everard in all getting, forms. Um, oh, he's, over there. oh, he's making his costume I'm with his yeah. Sharpie costume marker. Right now. <laughs> I will have it here in just a second. I'll post a photo of it on Facebook. Ah, we, they're going to need lots of photos from this what happened? Uh, talk show. Oh, it's oh. a mustache. But you have a mustache. That I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Can I change it? And be I'm like, just I, Captain Obvious it, today, aren't I? It, yeah. <laughs> That's my costume today. Not yours. <laughs> that oh, could be a creative no. post. We are all going to use these Sharpie markers that I've distributed, and we are going to be going to create our Halloween costumes out of one finger and a Sharpie marker. Challenge taken? Oh, yeah, challenge accepted. How many accepted. different things can you do with a Sharpie marker and a finger to create? Oh, <laughs> mine are gonna, oh that didn't sound right, did it? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Maybe new well. eyebrows. <laughs> a goatee. Oh, wait, here, I'll do it this one. I'll be Frida Kahlo. Frida go. Kahlo, see? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so we have something spooky coming up that oh, Terrell's a part of. Would you be able to live without your phone, and for how long? Yes, and I'd be happy to sometimes. Really? Oh, Do you yeah. really believe that? Is yeah. that true? Yeah. You really feel like that you could go a day? Yeah. Without how about you, Ed? I actually took Sunday off from my phone. The whole <gasps> day? The whole day. 
Red would argue with me because she says I'm always glued to it, but I am happy to turn the thing off and get rid of it sometimes. What I what I did was is the people that, you know, it's like an emergency if I have to, if somebody's calling me, I set certain ringtones for it. And oh, I just nice. put it in the other room and I that was it. I didn't even go on social media. I took the day off and it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was wonderful. My daughter and I had the best time. Oh. And what was it that motivated you to do that? I got sick and tired of my phone going off constantly, and it, basically what it was on Friday night, uh, I had to take a, a phone call, and my daughter looked at me. She says, but Daddy, we were playing. Mm. And I was like, you know what? She's right. And mm. yeah, so I, I did that. I took Sunday off from my phone. It's ironic that you just brought that up. Well, Tara's up to something with this. You want to well, share? Well, actually, it's, it wasn't originally my idea, and, and um, I think that everybody turns off their phones for a reason. Oftentimes, it's because they realize that they're separated from family, and that's never their intention to be so distracted that they can't show the people that they love the most that they're there and present for them. Other people turn it off just because it's a nuisance. I mean, we used to have we used to live a life where we would go to work, and all of our work would pile up on our desk, and at 5 o'clock when we went home, it stayed on our desk. And it didn't pile up over email overnight and triple in number by the time you got to work the next morning. And so I think a lot of people turn it off just to get away from the just the, the grind of um, how email can feel sometimes, never get ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, this month, coming up November 1st, tomorrow, um, there is a cause out there that's called uh, hashtag block it out day. And it's uh, designed to really honor this past month has been, October is Bullying Prevention Month. And it's, it's um, a topic that's really become near and dear to my heart. It always has been as an educator. Um, I've just I've seen the, the effects of bullying on kids. And um, I've just always had a heart for kids that feel like they can't go to school and feel safe. Um, and so this past month, I've put a little bit of uh, time and commitment into um, honoring some of the organizations that have made it their year-long mission to um, prevent bullying in schools and in communities, and uh, uh, used October as Bully Prevention Month with um, organizations like Stomp It Out, and or Stomp Out Bullying, I should say, and uh, Pacers, National Anti-Bullying um, Center, is also very committed to this work. And they've spent a lot of um, uh, effort this past month trying to bring awareness to the problem, to bring uh, uh, some information to people who, or to parents who might have children who are bullied, or to students themselves that feel like that they have no out and uh, no escape and no refuge, and also even to those that are doing the bullying. You know, I think a lot of times in school, kids are out there just kind of being kids, and they don't understand the effects of uh, the way they treat one another. And so it's really uh, been designed this past month to to build some awareness around that. Um, I partnered with a um, person named Vicki Davis, who uh, writes a Cool Cat teacher blog. Uh, She is an amazing, uh, she has an amazing podcast Uh, called Education Matters, and another one called The 10-Minute Teacher. And she has done several interviews um, about not only anti-bullying in schools, but also around around cyberbullying and how that's become a problem, and that we don't even have to go to school anymore (laughs) to be bullied by people around us. And um, uh, so she and I partnered up, and I did a little live graphic recording using my digital device, and so we've posted that up on YouTube and also in social media using the, has- the hashtag um, uh, stomp out bullying, uh, bully prevention, and also anti-bullying. 
And um, uh, but I guess where this comes to November first is there is um, an opportunity um, to do what's called a block it out day, and what they're encouraging kids, not only kids to do, but they're also encouraging adults to do it in. Um, um, just in support of kids. You know, we tell kids, I remember the days we used to say, just don't do drugs, just don't do it, don't do it. But that's a lot, hard, it's a lot harder to, to do than it is to say. So here we are telling kids, you know what, if you don't like what you're seeing on your social media, then block it out. Turn it off, don't look at it, delete, hide, unfollow, whatever you have to do to say, I'm not going to tolerate this in person nor in my social media uh, circles. And so we're asking kids to block it out on November 1st and turn off their phones or get away from their digital device and their social media. And so what we're asking adults to do is the same, is that if we can't do it, then there's no way we can ask kids to do it. So, so a day without digital. A day without digital. Like what would that. it be like? Spooky. I think well, a lot of people say it's easier <clears throat> than it is. Wait, Especially the text? day after loading up the kids with a lot of sugar. That should be fun, too. <laughs> Extra running. <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait. Does this include no texting? Is it nothing? Well, I, you know, I think block it out day means whatever you need to do to block it out. I love your idea. I, know. I don't think it's realistic to say we're just going to put our phones in our top desk drawer mm -hmm. and we're going to walk Good away. Luck, everyone. Right. And we're going to drive across, you know, downtown. And, and we just know that the world is. Have you is... ever driven without your phone, like taken off? Oh, I'm panicked. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Yeah. It's, like... It sucks. Because <laughs> then, the then you're like, feeling. well, what if? Oh, what? It's the big what if that hangs over you. Yeah, and if I it's gonna it happen, it's sometimes. gonna happen now. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. go make some new friends. Mm -hmm. I don't. That's what I think that is really interesting, and in, in why they're asking adults to do this as well. Because we have to model for kids how we can use meet or use um, our devices and our technology in responsible ways. It's not just to say, oh, use it or don't use it. Because on November second, they're gonna pick their phone up again, mm -hmm. and they're likely gonna see something that they don't like. And so I don't think that this entire initiative has been just about, oh, let's just take a day off. I think it's also an opportunity for adults to do what you've done. And that's just say, I can do this, but I can do it in moderation. I know what I can block out and what I, what I need to look at and what's essential and what's an emergency. Um, but we don't need to be so driven by what social media tells us about who we are and what we're about. I got asked an interesting question about a week ago, and it was, what do you miss if anything, before smartphones, before actual cell phones, but mainly smartphones. And my, the first thing that popped into my head was, I can't slam down a cell phone when I'm angry. Yeah. Remember, you used to be able to take that thing, bam, they knew you hung up on them. Yeah, now it's just a little light click. Yeah. Uh -huh. like, yeah press that button hard. And even then, yeah. they don't know you're gone. They're right. like, you still there? Kids will never know the joy of really hanging up on somebody. <laughs> I miss the beepers. Yeah. You miss them? Mm -hmm. Why do you I miss? think it was hilarious. You get a little beep. Carrying a stack of quarters you with you so that you can go to the New York's payphone <laughs> and return the call or return the beep when it was beep to beep, yeah. right? The beep. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't actually I mean, a conversation. It was beep know. to beep, right? I, I think actually, you actually just liked wearing it on your belt I, as a fashion awesome. statement. I think I'm going to bring it back tonight. I actually <laughs> have my Dave Pratt 98KUPD beeper on a shelf in my office. Oh, wow. I do. I'll no. bring it in. I'll show you. I'd like bring to that see that. Back. That'd be pretty cool. Now, are we referring to the same thing that I know as pagers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Beepers and yeah. pagers. Yeah. Same thing. Synonymous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Just checking. You know, because I never. I actually. I. I believe I had one for a very short period of time. 
but I determined that it was really kind of useless because what good is it knowing somebody's trying to reach you and not being able to actually go out and reach them? Well, that's why it's you had the second maddening. quarter. So then yeah. you'd find the nearest payphone and then you would beep them back with like, I got your message or yeah, I'll meet you here. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. So like it you, you would get a beep. Texting. Yeah, you would, was... you would get a beep and it would be something like, you know, meet at park at two, you know, and then you would return back. You're like, 2.30 or, you know, whatever the return message well, was, was really but then that's for, how you do it. Uh, it was just a big delay. It was a business. I mean, it yeah. was really for handling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all honesty, my, my grandfather that's was the first started. person I ever knew <laughs> yeah. to have a pager. And this was in 1982. And it was this big block that he carried around with him. And it didn't have a screen. It just beeped. And he knew he had to call the office because he was a traveling salesman. Uh-huh. So they would page him because it order a change or he'd have to go someplace. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And my brother-in-law does commercial ma- maintenance for properties and things like that. And so what he would do with his guys on, on his staff was he would text them the next address where the next call was. So they were working, let's say, changing light bulbs out at one building. And then he'd text them the next address from the people that would get the phone call. Because he's the one that had the mobile phone, the original like brick gray oh, Motorola yeah. phone, right? So having one of those was ridiculously expensive. So he would get all the phone calls saying, okay, well, we need, you know, a toilet's broken at such and such building. And then they had these little codes, like one was, or, you know, 911 was like the emergency one, got to respond right away, right? Or then there was other codes like, I don't know, 14 meant do this and 13 meant do this. And so you had like your pager that you'd carry with you. (laughs) And then you had the cheat sheet that you'd carry with you to understand all the codes. (laughs) Yep. Right. Thank yeah. God. And for now we have emojis. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> now we have LOL. <laughs> Which, funny enough, when the LOL came out, right? So my mom gets on Facebook, and somehow or another, she used to think that LOL standed for lots of love. Aww. And so Isn't she's it? posting that for a lot of things, and it was really cute, and it was actually, you know, endearing right. for a, a woman to do that. And, um, and then one, there was something about like a funeral or something posted, and she posted oh. that. She's like, LOL. And there was, like, this panic from the family. Like, okay, Mom, that's not what it means, right? Mm. She's like, but I'm sending out lots of love. Like, I know, but here's what it really means, and you can't Do you know what you've just done? So my mother, I'm sure, will be listening to this, and the same thing happened to her. And Mm. she has been trying to prove to the entire family that that she – thinks that LOL should be lots of love and that we have a lot to learn yeah. in, our, in our social media. So the fact that you just told the exact same story that she's probably like, now I could it's say, justified. same thing happened. Now it's justified. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, my mom also, <laughs> here's the other thing too, being a, a native Spanish speaker, and it took a long time for her to develop her English, and she's still kind of working on it. And um, so we used to have fun with her because she would always mess up acronyms. And so it was always something like UPS or SP <laughs> or APS or... So one time she's telling this one story about someone who had ESP and she's going on and on and on about it and talking about it. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then this lady, she had her SRP. We're like, really? She had SRP? Really? Did they shut the power off on her mom? (laughs) And then just ran with it. And then finally, about 10 minutes into it, she figured out what we were doing and started throwing chocolates at her head. Oh, no. Yeah. She wasn't too happy about it, but she eventually came over. Yeah. But it's funny about the phone thing, because I used to have this group of friends that we used to do this thing where we'd go to dinner, and we would all put our phones in the center of the table, and mm. they had to be face up, right? And so, because the thing is, is when it's face down, and it doesn't show well on the radio, but when it's face down, you, d- you don't see it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you had to leave it face up, and whoever reached for their phone first paid for the bill. And so, then you'd start having these little things, like you'd find an app that would 
send scheduled text <laughs> and you'd start blowing up someone's phone. Letting yeah. them think it was an emergency or something. So they'd reach for it and then they finally read it and you're like, ha ha ha, thanks for paying for the bill, <laughs> oh, right? So cruel. we would we would play jokes <laughs> on each other for that. stuff like that. Did you ever have to pay the bill? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was usually, I was the guy that figured out the scheduling app. So okay. I would send a bunch of texts to my friends and have it just buffered and like blow up their phone. So now they think something's, you know, oh wow. my gosh, something's happening. What's a, what's the emergency? What if, right? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I never had to pay that. I did, I did lose a game of credit card roulette, though. Um, so you put credit cards into a hat or a purse or a bag or whatever, and you have the server pick the, the winning credit card. And I lost that one. one time. Mm. So, so you got picked. Yeah, it really. Um, that's when I was in sales, and that really screws up your expenses account for that oh, for yeah. that month. <laughs> yeah. So the next meals that you're having on the road is nothing but like chicken fingers or something uh, like that, because no. that's all you can eat for the next month. Have water. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then same thing. Like you're thinking too. Like how many times have you gone out and seen another couple or a date or whatever, and they're sitting across from each other at a restaurant, yeah. two people at a table, and they're just nose deep into the phone, right? Like, it's one thing to say, hey, I'm just going to look up something real mm-hmm. quick and I put it away. Because right now, we'll do that. But we're mm-hmm. both pretty good about putting it away, just, mm-hmm. you know, actually enjoying each other's company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I think going back to kids and trying to model for them what it means to put away our phone, we just shared a zillion stories about how technology has been a staple of our lives for many, 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 many years. These kids, maybe, you know, five, ten years, they've they've had access to a cell phone. And we're asking them to put it down for a day and block it out. What are some suggestions that we have for how we can make that, um, model that, not just say, oh, I'm going to do this, why don't you do it with me? But how can we make that more fun for kids? Because I think that's what it really comes down to is when you know you can't have it, it's like candy. When you know you can't have it, it's when you want it most. Well, it's when you it's know you can't have your phone that you're most fearful when you're driving. You it's, know? it's what can you do instead. Yeah. So can, no computer? Well, I don't think it's like a diet where you have to say you can have this like and you no can't have digital? that. I think we have to keep uh, remembering what the point is. That the point isn't just to put down and do a day without digital. The point is we can live an active, fulfilled life without having our cell phone in our hands, without being on social media 24-7, without going to dinner with our wife or our spouse and not having to check email in the middle of you know, the first course. <laughs> so what, what, I mean, that's to me the point of block it out day. Well, the funny part is I think we've been so programmed to using our phones that when you take them away, we're almost like, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. Like, what is communication? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember having my kids call or answer the phone and they have difficulty at times Mm -hmm. because we're so used to texting each other. Mm -hmm. So it's really about creating some sort of plan or having some activities set Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. that you actually don't even think about the phone. Hey, you could pick up your Sharpie marker and play the let's make a Halloween costume with a Sharpie marker in our finger game. Drawing your brothers and sisters. <laughs> Maybe that's what we're most worried about. If they don't have their cell phones, what are they going to do instead? How creative can you get? When my son was four, he drew with a Sharpie over my entire brand new TV. Oh. And I also used to collect and restore antique radios. I had to re-restore a few of them. Oh, no. Yeah. No wonder you gave me a dirty look when I, I said did. I was going to get me some for trick-or-treaters. <laughs> Oh, these memories. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sneak these into Ed pockets. When yes. <laughs> Put in the trick or treat bag. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm trying to look for a photo. It reminded me of um, it was at one of the horse races, either the the Derby, the Preakness, but it was one of the big races. And 
this photographer goes instead of being in the photographer alley like right at the finish line where you get the beautiful shot of the horses and the donkey coming across the line he went to the back of the crowd and so from the back of the crowd he's taken a shot of the entire crowd and the finish line and the horses coming across and here's the funny thing is you can barely see because everybody in the crowd has their cell phones up oh. right because they're trying to take a, they're trying to take they're their, their photo yeah, of the finish good. line as it's happening yeah. And you can barely see what's going on. And it's the same thing that pisses me off when I go to concerts. I love concerts. I love music. I hate the crowds at the concerts. I, I want to go watch a concert, not try to duck behind other people's phones while they're recording or photographing mm -hmm. the concert. Right? Mm -hmm. And it was this thing of, here you are. You've paid however much money, or these tickets cost however much money they are given to you. And you're experiencing the whole, the whole event live. You're there. You're... I mean, these people are 20 feet, 10 feet away from the finish line. I mean, they smell the horses. They smell everything. But they're not experiencing. They're not living yeah. in the moment, right? <gasps> we need a hashtag live in the moment. Because I feel the same way when, as a parent. When I spend more time looking at my camera to capture the video of the choir concert or of the drama or the play or something cute she's doing, I, I often will miss the moment because yep. I'm watching it through a small screen. And there have been times that I've said, you know what, this is just such a special moment that I'm gonna put my phone down and I'm gonna live in the moment. Because to me, seeing it and having the memories that then live in me, are that's way more important than having something to post on YouTube, you know? Right. So hashtag live in the moment, hashtag block like it out it. day. I like it. It's funny, I was at a masquerade um, event this weekend and my girlfriends were like, where are the photos? I'm like, I didn't take any. I was actually in the moment. Mm -hmm. I forgot. And it was just a great event. So I was just involved and in it. it was and it was okay pick it up. not yes. to have a picture of every second yes. of, uh, of that event. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I had a conversation with my daughter a long time ago about doing stupid stuff on social media. And she had posted some photo on Twitter that I didn't like. And, you know, I, I, as a dad, I just kind of flew off the handle. It wasn't inappropriate, but it could have been really misconstrued as something inappropriate. And so I kind of bit her head off about it. I'm like, you know, you need to delete it. And she's like, what's the big deal? And it's. I deleted it, it's gone, I'm like, I'll, I bet you I still find it, mm -hmm. you know? And so it was this kind of little challenge of, I still found the photo even though she had deleted it. Yep. Just to prove to her that it, it lives somewhere, mm -hmm. right? And you just have to be careful of what you share and how it goes, and I mean, it, it doesn't always just die off with that one little thing. And so she was talking about it. she's like, well, you've done stupid stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, but here's the difference. I did it as a child before social media was a thing. So yeah, there's not a lot have of records. proof <laughs> of me doing records stupid things, that. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you see it all the time, too. Like, I was watching YouTube the other day, and YouTube is famous for, like, getting you into this rabbit hole where you start watching a video about puppies. Next thing you know, three hours later, you're watching videos about, you know, something way else because it just carries you on from one topic to the next to the next to the next to the next. And I'm a motorcycle fan, and so, you know, I was watching a video, I think, about one thing, and the next thing you know, I'm watching all these videos about idiots who have their cameras mounted their helmet mm -hmm. recording themselves breaking the law like weaving in and out of traffic oh, doing reckless yeah. behavior i'm like okay perfect so you've just posted proof of yeah. the stupid things that you're doing so that law enforcement can come back to you yeah. i don't so, think it's really thought out no not at all Definitely. wow well we're gonna take a quick little break um everyone grab your phones and uh we'll be right back soak it all in i know <laughs>
Are you looking to discover your greatest gifts and your truest purpose in life? Take a walk on the fearless side with the adventures of Julie Jones. Step into your life with passion and power. Call and schedule a 30-minute call today and create the adventure you've been looking for. Adventures of Julie Jones is a life worth living. 480-570-7382. That's 480-570-7382. Looking for your next event photographer? Everardo Kimi Photography is here to help. Everardo is the official photographer of the Waste Management Phoenix Open, an event that hosts over 1 million people, so you can trust him with your event. You deserve a photographer that is professional, experienced, and skilled. You deserve Everardo Kimi Photography. Contact Everardo at everardokimi.com or 480-382-7226 to make your next event picture perfect. Ever get lost in conversation or tuned out during a boring presentation or meeting? Who hasn't? Frame the Message, Inc., is here to rid the world of tired and disengaged audiences and bring joy back into learning. In today's world, visuals are the hook that draws in learners, so why not use them to amplify your message? Engage and empower your audience to take action through the inspiring art of visuals. Frame the Message, Inc. provides live graphic recording services to help you ink your think. To find out how you can spruce up your next presentation, visit framethemessageinc.com. That's framethemessageinc.com. Are you ready for swimsuit season? Let's face it, we all have those pesky areas that are stubborn to diet and exercise. We have just the solution for you. Introducing the FDA-approved Ultra Shape Power for powerful fat burning. The Ultra Shape Power is body contouring at its best at 32% fat reduction. The strongest and most effective body contouring device on the market. Painless. No downtime. And you can see the results in as little as two weeks. Call LifeScape Premier to schedule your free consultation with Noel, their very own certified laser specialist and national trainer. Call 480-860-5500 or visit www.lifescapepremier.com to learn more. Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset. The place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mindset intersect. With your hosts, Elisa Sparks Lane and Everardo Kimi. Welcome back. We're still on Halloween. Tuesday for Halloween kind of seems weird to me, but I guess it works. Tuesday for Halloween? Yeah. I guess a lot of people went to parties this weekend. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Does anybody miss the old Halloween costumes you buy in the box with the, the plastic, plastic and oh. the, the mask with the, the thin, thinnest snow. rubber band ever made? My God, if you have ever listened to, on, um, I think on iTunes, if you look up a Jerry Seinfeld skit, I know we're, oh, that's yeah. way, going way no, back. No, I know which skit uh, you're talking about. Oh my yeah. gosh, he said, he tells the funniest story about the good old days of Halloween. You have to look it up on iTunes oh, by Jerry Seinfeld. Totally I don't know what it's called. But I'm sure if you put in Halloween, Halloween, Jerry Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld, you'd find it. Yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah, Yeah, no, I don't miss those at all. (laughs) No, sweat, especially living in Phoenix growing up. Yeah, yeah, the last thing you need is a bunch of plastic covering your face with a rubber band. It's starting to get cool, though. I feel it. Well, growing up here, though, you'd always have two costumes because you never knew. Like today, I mean, it's, what, 80 degrees out right now? the bikini one or the polar bear. I never wore a bikini costume. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what's what's interesting I like the is <laughs> I I spent the majority of my childhood here, but I did spend some of my childhood in Chicago, and it was funny because I went from uh, Phoenix and, and go to Chicago, and they have these times for Halloween. Halloween's from four to six, or four to seven. And I never heard of that because out here you just, you know, you get home once the sun starts to go down, yeah. you're just gone, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. In the south uh, south suburbs of Chicago, you start at four and you end at six. You can't be out before and you can't be it's out candy after. Control. And I'm like, well. Candy curfew. <laughs> and people are like, Ed, what are you doing? It's, you know, it's six o'clock. We got to go. Who cares? If it's six o'clock? What are you talking about? I'm like, no, we got to stop. There's a time frame open and close on Halloween. Kiss my butt. What? <laughs> well, why did that ever start? Oh, it must have been some sort of restaurant or something, really. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, and so think about this. This was probably in 83, 84. That's when they were doing it. And they still do it to this day. Well, you know what? For convenience sake, when you are the one behind the doorbell, Getting it could out. be very handy mm. knowing when they're coming and when they're leaving. But quite frankly, I think they come out earlier and earlier every year. So they I do. just I set up the minute I get you home. Gotta from go work early or... when the candy's there. Actually, you know what? It's probably the same a holes that put a limit on happy hour. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. Why? Why do we have to settle for five to six or five to seven or something like that? There's a restaurant in town that I actually love. They have a fantastic happy hour, but it's from like four thirty to five thirty or something. You're like. That's really? Quick. You're doing that on purpose <laughs> so that you can just barely miss that opportunity. You get one glass of wine, oh, one, one beer, and up, oh, done, you know, back to full price. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Where is this? I, I don't want to call them out. Okay. But it's here local. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe they might. <laughs> maybe might, they might extend their happy hour out of exactly. sheer peer pressure. Or I get blacklisted. Do <laughs> really like them. <laughs> we like happy hour till seven. All you restaurants out there, keep that yes. coming. Then again, they and you know they are calling it happy hour. So by giving us an extra hour, maybe I am being a little overzealous. But you know, four thirty is just too early for happiness. I need my <laughs> I need right? my five to seven. I don't that like makes me happy. Early. That's actually nice to get out of the office a little early. She's like noon. Yeah, works I'm looking for me. that too. <laughs> Three. Two. Well, if they do it for if you, if you want a noon happy hour, you gotta go to the strip club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> of course, the costumes today. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of happy to go there. <laughs> All you can eat buffet for two ninety nine. <laughs> Going downhill fast. You know, where is your head going? We were talking to the kids. Talking to kids. And then that's where we ended. Bullying. (laughs) (laughs) Won't somebody think about the children? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, any traveling going on? Or no, you have Nabo coming up tomorrow. I do have something yeah. kind of, and I, you know, I'm really very pleased them. They, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to knowing more about this organization. I'm not going to profess to know a lot, but um, I've had some good friends that have been part of the National Association of Women Business Owners, um, and uh, they have a wonderful marketplace coming up tomorrow, and they've been kind mm-hmm. enough to showcase some of my work and allow me to have a vendor table. So tomorrow I get to kind of set up a little table and tell people more about what I do. And this is going to be at the Country Club? Phoenix Country Club uh-huh. tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Great. So people can stop by, meet you, get to know a little bit about you? I think so. I think that would be fabulous. I think it will be a good time for me to pass out these Sharpies to uh, grown women there you who go. know how to use them. Yes. <laughs> I think you should wear this outfit. You know what? But it's the day after it. Halloween? I yeah, so? Yeah. 
oh, oh, sure, Mr. No Costume is going to tell me to extend it an extra day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we love to laugh at you, Terrell. Yeah. <laughs> Wear it on Christmas. Hey, my favorite, one of my favorite quotes is from Charles Schultz, and it says, don't worry about the world coming to an end. It's already tomorrow in Australia. So there's got to be some way to reapply that to having a costume the day after. Probably. or True. Right. Or that happy hour is longer than an hour. I mean, happy look, hour if, is when you make it happy. If you wear the same costume and you look fabulous, then it's not the walk of shame. Oh, thank you. He said I looked fabulous. You do look yeah. You do. Yeah. Do you, we we all got cameras me. out. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look marvelous, darling. Marvelous. Thank okay, you. Okay, so if we don't have digital. Okay, so the funny thing about phones right now, it's so much purpose to them. I mean, it's my flashlight. It's my camera. It's my phone. It's my texting. It's my email. It's social media it's my entertainment everything's out yep i'm a little sad why no digital tomorrow so you're gonna do it and i'm gonna do do it it. yeah i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna go with the the uh um the trick of having ringtones just so that i want to make sure yeah that my family knows that people we like to answer the phone for yeah (laughs) actually i might just live life the rest of my life that well, all phones so have that be setting. Nice, so I can yeah. give you a or at least most of the phones have that setting where you put it on do not disturb. So you won't get any alerts, but you can put like your emergency list. Like mm-hmm. allow, even yeah. though the phone is on silent, allow a phone call from such and such or allow a text from so and so. Like I have an Android. So I know in that there's a setting that always oh, same thing too. Like um, allow anybody who calls if the call is repeated within yep. 15 seconds. Mine has like that. that. Yeah. So My, just in case they're calling from like a weird random number. Mm-hmm. Um, it would still allow it. So all the there phones we go. There's it. the answer to our dilemma. It's yeah. all in the settings. So well, games pay you have to actually to do what them your in phones person. can do. Yeah. An actual playing board. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff now. Yeah. See, I'm planning ahead. I know. I think if I you like plan it. ahead, you can actually do this. I like it. I think you can too. I think you can too. All right, Ed, you in? I can't you, do it tomorrow. You can't do it tomorrow. No. It's working. I just did it Sunday. Yeah. And I'm probably going to do it again this Sunday. It was awesome. See, so it's going to be your Sunday regular? Model. Yeah. And you know, I got a, I've got an iWatch to go with my iPhone. I oh. took my iWatch off. I, I wow. left it on the That's the smart because then, yeah, your alerts will start coming through there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I took that off. I put my old watch on and I just was, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. How about like, you? You're in? Yeah. I'm going to wear a broken watch tomorrow even. I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to wear a broken watch. So no, no time. Well, it'll be right twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two times in the day, it will be the correct time. <laughs> well, I guess more importantly isn't what we're going to do. More importantly is how are we going to help the pre-adolescents and young kids in our lives um, better understand how how and why this day is happening, you know. And I think that um, I know for my daughter, and um, you know, she's twenty, and she went through a fair amount of this, you know. And you you never understand, especially as a mother, you know, when you just see your your children beautiful and smart and intelligent and friendly and loving and caring and generous and and they go to school and they can't get away when they come home from the meanness and the nastiness and the jealousy and the um you know it just it blows my mind that kids can look at one little tweet or one little post and take it to the grave with being reality to them you know it's like they see it and they believe it and I don't know how to get kids not only just to block out the social media aspect of it, but to see this as a, that is not a choice that you have to make. Absolutely. To take that and to, and to wear it as though it were real. It reminds sure. me of the four agreements. One of the agreements in the four agreements is to take nothing personally. Yeah. Because it's usually has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. If there's something happening in that other person's space, mm-hmm. 
Let them have that. Yeah. Well, and it seems so easy just to say, well, if you don't like what they're saying, then hide them, block them, you know, report them. You know, the whole idea of taking screenshots of things on your computer or on your, on your phone, uh, the, of things that are inappropriate, because it's always good to have that type of evidence or something there that if you do need to, if it does get out of control, that you have something there to, you know, show to your principal or to your families or to people, to even to their parents if that has to be the case. Mm-hmm. But kids just, you know, they'll, they'll always keep it this um, kind of deep, dark secret, and instead they don't tell people that they're seeing it. Mm-hmm. And they just, they wear it as a badge. And that's, I think, what National Block It Out Day is all about, is that you not only do you turn off your phone, but you learn ways to block it out of your life and still live life in the social media realm. Well, there's also the, if you don't have an audience, you don't have a show. Mm-hmm. So if something is done and no one is actually going into it or adding to it, I mean, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, there's that portion of it of just let that person do whatever they're doing if and by tr- themselves if a tree falls in the woods <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun show today <laughs> it's a fun show. <laughs> you know you had a guest on a while back talking about how he took a break for in the evening from his phone yep and i took that to heart and andy. what yes andy did. andy and i i took that to heart and what i do every night now is at eight o'clock my phone is off I mean, I have the do not disturb thing on and, the, you know, certain things can come through if need be. But I just put it out of my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, do, I'm done for the night. You know, boom. If I've got stuff I have to do, that's fine. But I don't have to have my phone sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's actually so nice. I, I recommend it to everybody. I'm thinking of moving it up to 730. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, and the more like it becomes a norm for people and they realize that about you. I think at first they're like, what do you mean you weren't available? I tried to call you at such and such time. Mm. But when they start to realize or n- understand that this is a part of your new norm, yeah. that I'm not going to let technology take over my life or dictate my schedule. And this is what you need to know. There are plenty of other ways to get a hold of me if it's an emergency. doesn't have to be. Yeah. No, I don't have to be a slave. That's the part that pisses me off, though, too, is when people expect that instant response, right? You're like, yeah. oh, I was in a meeting. I was in the toilet. Like, <laughs> I cannot respond to you the moment it happens. Like, chill out. What? Actually, Relax. my big pet peeve is when people do respond to me on the toilet. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't ever call me on yeah. the toilet. If either one of you ever call me on the toilet, <laughs> we are done. I call people out in the bathroom. Like, I'm, if I'm in the airport and, oh you know, you hear God. the guy in the toilet and, like, I'll purposely go through for extra flushes <laughs> or add a farty noise or something like that. I'm like, that's just wrong. Or worse, like when you're at the urinal and you're one-handing the phone oh and one-handing your stuff, like, no, dude. And then you're not going to go wash this your hands when you're done? This the scariest show ever. <laughs> it is Halloween. The scariest show. It's definitely gone to pot. Oh. But um boom You know, you guys were talking about uh, you know, emotion, taking the emotion out of it. And people understand that sometimes in a text, the mood that you're in, you sometimes will put that into whatever you're reading. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're in a great mood and somebody's, you know, Not ticked. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're reading it going, oh, look at that. <laughs> LOL. And, and I, have an, I have an example if you'd like to hear because it, it just happened about an hour and a half ago. Uh-oh, was it Dave? No, no. Oh, okay. No, it was, it was an actual show host on the network who does, they do like two shows every couple of months. They got a special thing. It's kind of weird, but, but they have to record it with me and set it up. And they asked me, for December 
19th. I'd like to record on December 19th. And I sent back, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm going to be out of town. I, I'm, I'm going to be you know, visiting family right before the holiday, so I won't be here. Is there another date? And I get back in exclamation points, that does not work for us. This date needs to happen, exclamation point, exclamation point. Of course, I read that as, this ain't got it right. This is not right. So I said, oh, hold on, hold on. And I sent back, did you mean to put those exclamation points in because you're yelling at me, or are you just being sarcastic? And she sent back, I'm just being sarcastic. Uh, so uh, I was like, okay, you. see. You forgot the LOL. Yeah. And so I said, mm-hmm. lots of love. There you <laughs> go. Lots of you. So I sent her the middle lots finger, and I said, you're number one. Yeah. <laughs> number one with a Sharpie marker. That's going to be yours. <laughs> on a different finger. So uh, but, but it was. It, it was. It was it. a miscommunication. I completely took it as she was yelling oh. at me that this wasn't okay and I need to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. She was just, you know, being yeah. joking and, you know. And I think that happens with kids more often than not, yeah. too, oh, is the they have a totally different tone to their voice. And not that they're trying to be sarcastic, but the way they play with each other <laughs> is very... <laughs> Okay, so Everard, <laughs> that is not a strategy marker. for bullers, by the way. Sharpie marker, mark. middle finger, you imagine what's on it. All right. Off the mark. <laughs> but I think that the kids, that's the way they play. They banter, right? They kid each other. They, oh, you're you're such an yeah. idiot, and ha, ha, ha. And then on Who's social media, their hurt first? exactly, it becomes, it starts to roll out of control mm-hmm. because one of those sarcastic remarks becomes kind of more truthful than it needs to be or, fe- or be felt more truthful than it really was intended. So Red and I have, um, if she's listening, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have hell to pay when I get home. Let me call her. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in now. Call in. She will make up voices when she's reading a text message. So last <laughs> night she's texting one of her cousins. And so here's me, and I'm, you know, the joke is in our house is like, this is my excited face. Like, I'm stone cold. I'm just like, she's like, are you excited for this? I'm like, yeah, I'm so thrilled. <laughs> that's just me, right? Like, I'm kind of monotone. People, that's that's why they say, like, I'm such a great golfer is because I can keep my emotion in check. You play it's poker? never too high. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, so then with Allison, though, it's everything is so excitable. And so she's reading this text message from her cousin or something about coming over for Halloween. And the text, you know, when you're just reading the text of it, it just says, yeah, I'd love to come over. And that's how I read it. Yes, I would love to come over. I think that is a great idea. But to, to Red, it's, yay! <laughs> you know, confetti dropping from the ceiling, and I do this. And I'm like, that's not what it says there. But same thing when it happens with arguments with, like, an ex, or it's discussion about something else, or it's discussion with me, or, you know, why, why are you mad at me? Why'd you yell? I'm like, I didn't. Like, I was texting at a stoplight, and I had, you know, oh, yeah. three words to respond. Well, why are you mad at me? I'm not. I just had three words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's people read into it too much. Yeah, oh. texting is. And it made me think about this article, and I actually, I'd sent it out to my client list at one point in time because I was debating it. Um, I was debating shutting off the text service from my business line. And it all started from this article that I read about photographers, and I'm just going to hit the bullet points on it real quick, but it says reasons why not to ever text your clients. Texting gives your clients way too much access to you. So like we talked about, people want instant response, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're trying to have dinner with your family. They're texting you, and they are expecting that immediate response. No, I just want to have family time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, texting isn't professional, so there's a whole lot of reasons for that one. Um, there's, not, there's so much room for miscommunication in the test message, which we just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. People reading into the tone of the message versus just what's actually in the words of the message. 
Um, you can't ar archive text messages the same way you can with emails. People flush their phones mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. They lose valuable data, valuable information, all because it was in a text message, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then more importantly, though, and this kind of goes back to block it out, is texting doesn't help you build a solid client relationship the way calling someone does or having that face-to-face -face conversation, right? It's like Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. How much of a real, genuine conversation can you have at 140 characters, right? Mm -hmm. hey, people, things get misconstrued all the time or unless you're POTUS and then you're just going it's off. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> Ten I think it's going to work. Right? I can, I can write a new constitution in Twitter. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be it's gonna be awesome. Huge. Big hands. Big hands. Oh, that's, so, that's such a good point. It's, you know, it's become kind of an avoidance behavior, too, I think, texting. It's like if you don't really want to talk to the person, you text them. Or if you just really oh, don't I'm have the time. Oh, me too. Me too. And I think that kids use it as an avoidance, too. Like, I'd rather not talk to them about this argument we had at school today. I'd rather just splash it. I mean, this is what, that's the problem with road rage, right? We can sit and curse at people and do whatever we want when we're behind the safety of our own car and mm. our own horn. And that's how kids feel when they're behind technology is like, you can't hurt me because they're touch me. So they're, they're braver. They're more, uh, they're harsher. They're um, more likely to just vent and be angry and spit out things that, that they can't reel back in. So. It always makes me think of uh, Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah. Uh, okay. Joe Pesci. Ah, oh, telephone tough guy, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> telephone tough guy. <laughs> that's true. You are. You're so much braver that way. Yeah, yeah. Right? exactly. Totally. Yeah. So not good for business, not good for life. No. Only emojis. Yeah. Only good for emojis. Well, I think it, that's the but way going to into that too, like even those get misconstrued, right? Mm -hmm. There was the whole... Yeah, do like five. Well, there was the whole <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, debacle, right? right? Over better. frozen yogurt? Well, <laughs> the one was it, was it high-fiving or was it praying, uh, right? And uh, so iPhone actually uh, had to change that emoji because when it first started, there was the, the halo, but it was supposed to be the clap behind it, like the yeah. sound, the emphasis. But then so many people looked at it going, no, 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 that's, that's the halo behind it. That's the halo behind the praying. So there again, depending on how you send the emoji, even that gets me misconstrued. I still don't know how to interpret those little blue guys that look like the scream mask. I, think I don't really get them. I think they're sick. I, know. I, think I don't understand. Well, there's the don't sick one. There's the green one. The green one's puking. Right. Yeah, but then there is the blue one. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, Maybe feeling, he's sad. I'm feeling flush. <laughs> I don't know. I'm blue. I got to pee. Oh, Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Got a pee. You called it. <laughs> you called it's it. a teeth floating emoji. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, the frozen yogurt. Which one's the frozen yogurt? The poop emoji. Oh, the poop emoji. They said it, yep. it was frozen supposed. Yogurt. They said it was supposed to be fro or ice cream. It was an ice cream emoji oh, is how it started. So poop. Yeah, that's how it started. So Red's little boy has a poop emoji pillow. It's his favorite oh, yeah. pillow. You mean a yogurt emoji? You mean the chocolate Frozen yeah. Well, now they now they do call it a poop emoji, but when it <laughs> started, it was ice cream. It was chocolate funny. ice cream. Okay, yeah. challenge taken. Mm. Tomorrow, uh -oh. you can only text me emojis, no words. The poop. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to try to communicate with me tomorrow using the emojis only. I think I'm just going to do that from now on. Let's just see how that goes. Oh, that'll be pretty fun. It's like it's a rebus. We have to do some screenshots of it then this to see. Minus. How well yeah. does that go? <laughs> Let's see how this is gets misconstrued. Exactly. Well, this is going to end I was so well. I was thinking about that. Like, okay, let's not do screenshots between Red and I because... <laughs> <laughs> we'll be why seeing is those he later texting, on Facebook. Why is he texting me an eggplant? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, new life.
language. What? Visual language. There is such thing as visual language. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, seriously. No nonverbals no. on the radio. <laughs> See, that's oh, why no. you're so... I agree with yep. nonverbal yeah. on that. <laughs> Uh, see, that's why it's good to have you at events. You make sense of a lot of the stuff that we actually are. Well, she draws. She love draws. To have drawn that you know, essentially, show. you're like you're drawing the emoji for an event. You are. You know what? You I live emoji. my life through emojis. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. You're the emoji Only master. I create my own. Yeah. She's actually, like Vin, somebody... she's like Vin Diesel. She lives her life one emoji one at a time. One emoji at a time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point. That is what I do. I bring emotion. And what does emoji stand for? Anybody know where the history of the word comes from? Uh, emotion. It, well, it was uh, emoji short for emoticon, which was emotion. Well, I used to know this. Uh, so in Japanese, moji, M-O-G-I, yeah. is a letter or character. So then in the 1990s, it turned to emoji because of the electroconic, electrical age. Oh. Electroconical, electroconical age. Yeah, let's go yeah, with that. Yeah, text that with an emoji. Let's go with that. <laughs> Electroconical. So I guess that is exactly what I do. So, yeah, it says Japanese put the E in front of it, just like Apple put I in front of everything. Then it was M-O-J-I. That's moji, which is Japanese for letter or character. Hmm. Huh. There you go. Well, we all speak different languages. We, we speak do. them through our verbals. We speak them through our nonverbals. Do you know that our nonverbals send a message faster than our verbals ever do? In other words, when people listen to you, they will detect your tone, your tone of voice, the way you say it, milliseconds before they ever hear the words you say. Well, yeah, like that's a thing with networking or business relationships, right? Like how you present yourself and how you shake your hands. Why do you wear your name tag over your heart? You know, mm. um, all these different kind of things. I've never thought about the name tag over your Yo, heart. That, that's big. Yeah. Well, as opposed to where else? Well, so one of the main reasons for that is <laughs> you put, put it in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, that's where your heart is. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically, you're right. Red, I took I'm not even going there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this show's almost over, and I think I've done enough damage for today. He's like, oh, thank God I'm going to have another guest so Ed stays off the damn mic. So I took Red to her first networking event in this past week, oh. and she had a dress on, and then it was this thing of, well, where do I wear the name tag? Mm -hmm. Because of the cut of the dress, and how do you put it? So going back to you put it over this way. So <laughs> most people are right-handed, right? And so when you go to shake someone's hand, you're shaking with the right, and as you draw them in, that's where your eye goes, right? So your eye naturally looks at the name tag right there. Yeah, that's what they're <laughs> looking at, the name tag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to vote no on that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to vote for lanyards every time. Yes. yes. In the middle. Mm -hmm. In the middle. In the middle. <laughs> well, uh. but the, the lanyard has to have a certain Thank length you. to it. Thank the length. you. Yes. <laughs> it cannot be too short and we're, it cannot be too long. We're, we're connected yeah. today, brother. I'm telling you. Technically, the, <laughs> the only way thing. to be appropriate is to wear it on the middle of your forehead because everywhere else is a little just awkward. On your nose. Well, yeah, but guys, we're, we're okay. Yeah, so. we're fine. Guys are fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm an advocate for just learning people's names. There you go. No and not apologizing tag. if you call them you can text Ed, it Andy, to, whatever. Text it to everybody. Just an emoji. <laughs> just an emoji. Uh -huh. yeah. That's my name. That's right. Take after <laughs> Figure Prince. Figure it out. Damn it, I'm frozen yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so this was definitely one of the most enjoyable, fun shows we've had. Um, thank you, Terrell. Um, have fun at Novel's event. Thank you. Um, look forward to having you at other events coming up soon. Oh, yeah. Will, will you sneak um, a cupcake out for me tomorrow? Oh. Oh, do they have cupcakes, cupcakes. at these events? Possibly. I'm going to say yes. 
But make sure you take a look at Terrell's video. She did a TEDx, and it is amazing. And you'll learn a little something about um, an instrument that she plays. And a little bit about what I do and why I do it. So TEDx, Terrell Hansen. Check it out. All right. Well, happy Halloween. And we'll guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>